Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome. The Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nochilprano. Good morning, Andy. Happy Labor Day. Yeah, man. We're laboring on Labor Day. We are. We True. talked before the show. You're like, it's a little light. I was like, it's Labor Day. We're not even supposed to be laboring. We can do a light Labor Day show. Yeah, I agree. We'll keep it light because next show will be our 2021 NFL preview. Yes. The next show is going to be heavy. I've been doing, doing some research, looking up teams are projecting the power rankings. NFL is here, baby. I've been exclusively looking at vaxxed numbers. Unbelievable. I, I, I in the, words like, of, in the words I'm of Mike like, Singletary, can't do it, won't do it. I'm just like, give me the give me the vax percentage of, of each team. It's like, when in doubt, that's my tiebreaker. Well, we'll talk some of that today. It's definitely affecting some teams already. Dallas Cowboys. But, How about uh, the Cowboys? Yeah, I know. So, well... Are you still are you still participating in hard knocks? No, it's a great question. I, I yeah. again, the words of Mike Silterry can't do it. Won't Honestly, do it. I have no, I have no like the only problem with with it for me is just how damn boring it was. Because like I if agree. it was, you know, hard knocks is generally not a good thing for the team participating. It you know typically doesn't end with a successful, super successful season. Yeah. Like I, I feel like most hard knocks, the HBO's production is so good. Sure. That like doesn't matter how bad. I mean, think about all the, I feel like we still have Jameis slurpers because of hard knocks. Yeah. And so I was like, Ooh, getting like to dive, like dig deep into the Cowboys who are obviously a hated rival of my New York giants. It would have been so easy to keep me. Can't do it. Won't so do boring. it. So boring. Yeah. The, the producers of that show really have their work cut out for them this year. And I agree. Everyone I talked to, everyone was like, this is a struggle. I don't think I'm getting through this. I don't know a single person who was telling me they were enjoying the players or the storylines. And uh, I mean, in the two plus episodes i watched uh zeke's struggle to give rap was like the most drama yeah although my nugget i took from that is zeke always seems like he's stoned and he's giggling he's kind of got that stoner giggle high which made me think hey that's a guy i might want to double a little cannabis with he might be fun giggling a lot laughing that's that's the Andy Ruther conclusion is maybe maybe Zeke's always high. And some like, people take your shirt off. So yeah. Show me show me your abs. Some people perform better high. Yeah. You know? 
That's fine. Do, do what you got to do. But my expectations, and we'll obviously get to that on Thursday, are not too high for the boys. And they got a tough one to start. They play Tampa Bay on Thursday. We might as well get to that storyline. Now, one of their star offensive linemen, which is very important for a team with an injured quarterback, Zach Martin is out for positive COVID test. You know, you're talking about a Pro Bowl, six-time Pro Bowler. Yeah. He's now the ninth person to be in some sort of protocol, COVID-related. Point is, they're losing some guys. CeeDee Lamb came off that list last week, so he's back. But it's never good to miss time, miss reps, especially in the NFL. Again, to have a very important star offensive lineman to protect your quarterback against the Bucks team, which the strength of that defense, as we know, is their front line. And we saw what they did to Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. So you got to hate this if you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Um, I, I also don't even know. I haven't dug into the rules. Is there is there a different standard by which guys who are like vaccinated? Yes. Well, how often they get tested and all that stuff, because, yeah, you know, obviously. So so, so mean, he's vaccinated. Just so you know, this right, guy right, was fully right, vaccinated, right. but. So he, he can return close contact with somebody else who was, but in, he's still positive. Oh, right. But he's positive. Yeah. So, right. so, so Zach Martin was fully vaccinated, still tested positive again. Obviously you can still get it. So a fully vaccinated player can return to play in five days. Mm-hmm. If he does not have symptoms following two negative tests separated by 24 hours. So there are also very strict guidelines of that. Now it's, so it's un- basically, it's basically a week after you test negative. Correct. Now an unvaccinated player faces a minimum of a 10 day quarantine. Right. So, you know, we can argue or folks, I guess, can argue out there about vaccines. Do they work? Do they not work? Do you, you know, are you now getting tracked by Bill Gates? Whatever. Um, but the bottom line is if you look at the Falcons and now the Bucks have joined them in 100% vaccination, whether it be the vaccine actually working or that combined with the testing protocol of the NFL based on who's vaccinated and who isn't, the, you know, the Falcons are essentially not a team that has to deal with COVID anymore. And again, this, this just is the kind of thing for me. Like if I'm thinking about my own team, like that's almost like the first thing that a head coach needs to prove to me is that he can motivate his guys all to just get vaccinated. Yeah. That would be like the standard that I put like great, great work by the Falcons. New The Falcons hired a good coach. He can motivate all his guys to be on the same page. Surprise, surprise. Arians and the Super Bowl winning Bucks are all on the same page. It's just about football. Yeah. That's what it seems to be like. And it should be. Because there's absolutely no chance, right? Like when we we've talked about it all the time. I talk about it with friends. We're all on the internet. There's just no way that the entire Bucks roster and the entire uh Falcons roster don't have guys 
who are vaccine hesitant, anti-vax, whatever. And then essentially the organization and the coaching staff convince them to change their mind on that. That's the sign of a good, that's, this is the, this is everything that you're looking for on a football team. Well, that's, that's what I'm two guys on the 53 guys on the same page, Super Bowl over everything. Yeah. You, you put everything else aside and obviously every locker room is going to have such a diverse group of guys, as far as opinions, backgrounds, where they came from. I was just looking at that real quick. That's what the bucks were saying. Guys weren't certain guys like Leonard Fournette at first were not going to do it. And then basically everybody came on board through Arians, through Brady saying, guys, this is what we need to do to all be on the same page. You know, it's all, all it is. It's no different than just getting guys to buy in whatever totally. that means, whether it's a vaccine or showing up on time or putting in whatever work you need to do. That's, that's a Super Bowl caliber type thing you need to do is just get everybody on the same page. And that's what we've heard historically through every you yeah. know, Super Bowl VHS tape or Super Bowl or like a look back at this team on the NFL network or like, you know, you think about my Giants, the you remember the 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 five minutes early is on time on time is late scandal. Michael Strahan's getting fined by Coughlin for being on time. He's got to be on Coughlin time. They like he has been out there through the years after after being a part of that Super Bowl team and being like, yo, when we all figured it out and we were all like, this is the way it goes. And there's we just all have to be on the same page. That was when it all clicked in. That's when we became a Super Bowl team. That's when we were, this is historically kind of what everybody says. And let I me mean, you look at Tom Brady. Like. Props to Tom Brady. Like, this is the kind of thing. Everybody, oh, he's the greatest quarterback of all time, the greatest quarterback of all time. You know, arguing the game manager thing is like, it. this is like a next level. This is a people manager. You're not even a game manager. He had a MAGA hat in his locker. He had COVID after the parade, blah, 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 blah. He also gets vaccinated, convinces his whole team to get vaccinated. Yeah. Everybody's just buying in. Sure. No, I, so I, I agree. Was, I was joking, but like, I'm serious. Like when it comes, I'm in, a, I'm in a pick them league. I'm in a fantasy league. I bet heavily on NFL games. This is 100% a factor. Well, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Look at this first game. You take away Dak Prescott's protector. To me that a hundred, especially again, against a, strong defensive line that's going to affect like you're saying the picks you're going to make the point spread all that stuff is going to affect the domino effect is monumental right there yeah and uh i i couldn't agree more i i think it matters and it definitely shows right so we're talking about the bucks conversely you could argue the cowboys have kind of been a dumpster fire for years and it's showing now where there's all these guys in and out of protocol, testing positive. You know, Boob McGee over there coaching the team, Dr. Boobs. What, what do you want to call him? What, what are we calling yeah. Bill, Bill O'Brien right now? Mike McCarthy? Yeah. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> I said Bill O'Brien. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm mixing up the guys you always called boobs. Yeah, they, they, they have similar vibes. They do. They got that similar like super, chubby build. Yeah, super boob vibe. Boob vibe, chubby white guy. B- boob boob McButchin is Bill O'Brien. <laughs> That's it. Boob McButchin. Is Bill O'Brien. And Boob McCarthy is <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Boob McButchin and Boob McCarthy. Yeah. Or or Mike McBoobface. Can you Either pi- way. Can you picture Mike McCarthy? Yeah. Uh, guys, we got we to gotta, we gotta fucking get vaccinated. Just yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. Seriously, just stop being a fucking bitch. He's also like a Pittsburgh guy. So like, are we sure he's vaccinated? Well, I, uh, what is that? What, what, what's against Pittsburgh guys? I mean, Pittsburgh, come on. Like the, you know, me in Pennsylvania, state of Pennsylvania. God knows. God knows what a Pittsburgh Mike McCarthy is, uh, you know, he's, I don't, he's, I, you know, I don't know. Cause once again, I've never been to Pittsburgh. I know. Weren't, didn't you have a trip planned or is it still planned? It's planned. It's happening okay. next week. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's probably, you know, making uh, making his political decisions on like who's going to bring steel back to America. Who's in the coal? You know? What I mean? Yeah. Which, by the way, I'll give the Steelers that that that's kind of a unique nickname. We talk about sports nicknames. I'll give Pittsburgh that. That's yeah. With the city, it's unique. It's not the Panthers or just some random animal. Or the Red Wolves. Is that like, did Washington officially settle on that? I don't think so. No. But I've, I've, but I've seen some uniform mock-ups. They've been doing those for... I think they should be something so ridiculous. They should be like the Washington non-binaries. I don't know what the logo is for non-binary. Just something ridiculous. And something DC, right? That would be like a politically correct DC thing. Well, the football season is right here Thursday, which means fantasy football. Joe, dirtballs need to start playing fantasy football with FanDuel because they get a 20% bonus, bonus, bonus on their bonus. Get your 20% bonus. Get your 20% bonus on your first deposit up to $500. Guys, it's a big-time bonus. All you need to do is claim it in your first deposit. You can start new lineups every day. So if one of these guys has to go into COVID protocol, you're not stuck with this guy for the whole season. They have so many different types of formats, the main slate, the single game, the best ball, the snake draft, you name it. You can play private contests with your friends. So right now, sign up on FanDuel. Experience season-long waits without season-long. Dude, what is up with me today? I am just butchering this. Okay, let's try this again. Experience season-long wins without the season-long waits. Sign up today at fanduel.com forward slash dirty to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's fanduel.com forward slash dirty. Age and location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. You know what it is? You know what I'm struggling? Go sign up a fan duel, but you know what I'm struggling? I think it's the uh, it's the Labor Day. You know, I shouldn't be working. Yeah. That That is the weird thing about the podcast world, where if we're going to drop a show every Monday and Thursday... It doesn't everyone else. It's the one time where everyone else is off and you're working. 
Doesn't matter. July 4th, Christmas. I mean, we could have worked. We could have done this tomorrow. We could have. Right? I got to babysit, though, at noon. Today or tomorrow? <laughs> tomorrow. It's my job. Early, I would say the early nominations are in for 2021 as uncle of the year. I just want to put that out there. Kings Island babysitting. I'm just saying from family to family, six kids, ages three to nine. I babysit when I can. I have overnights. I spoil them. I'm sure there's some party of five situation where some uncles like raising his dead brother's kids probably got you beat. But, you know, I twice a week babysitting and a trip to Kings Island, you know, might get a nomination. (laughs) I appreciate it. Like I'm not baby. I'm not always babysitting twice a week, but but I feel I'm pretty ready, you know, readily at at the hand for people to, to help out. So you're going to be babysitting tomorrow with the L chain on. Sure. Uncle L chain. Yeah, of course. You want me to, you want to have my kids take a picture? Yeah. kind of. My kids. Yeah. I got to watch. We got to watch a three and a five-year-old for a few hours. And the good news is my brother has a pool. So if a kid starts drowning, I'll toss the L chain in as a, uh, like to save them. Right. A life preserver. That's what the L stands for. Don't forget kids. This L stands for life preserver. If you need help, I can chain you out of the pool. Yeah. Today is actually the last day that Kings Island is open during regular season. Wow. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to make it again because I'm working. Just, just hard at work. Now, now we're in a little lull for sports. The, I mean, the literally the last day of the lull. It, it next, is. Next episode will be all football picks, football preview. Mondays will be recapping football. October's, you know, a couple weeks away. We got playoff baseball. This is where, you know, the, the best time of year for sports comes right after this, which is start of NFL. Yeah. Playoff, ba- playoff World Series baseball, start of NBA. Next thing you know, it's Christmas. Yeah. Boom. I mean, the football season that 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 uh, overlaps with the end of baseball season and basically the end of football season overlapping with the, the true start of basketball yeah. season. It's the best time of year. Well, I want to take this moment. And we will discuss some of the events. I know you love college football. We will discuss some of that. I watched some college football this week. See, exactly. And so did I. So we will discuss that. But before we do that, I want to go back to our old friends at Black Sports Online because we are in a lull. And I want to see, Joe, I haven't looked at it. I want to see right now, if we go to blacksportsonline.com, what their lead stories are on their homepage. So former guest of the show, Multiple former guest, Robert Latow, who runs Black Sports Online. As you know, it's, it's, it's the site for all things black sports and everything else within the black community, I would argue. Okay. He covers it all. And, and, and we're about to see that. So this is the lead story. This is the lead story on Black Sports Online. This is a good one, actually. And this is a good discussion for our show. Tyrod Taylor officially named week one starter for Texans how Deshaun Watson might not play for two years. Two years. I don't know where he's getting his sources on that. Let's see. Robert himself wrote this article. Oh, you know, it's, you know, it's a big one when it comes from the boss. Yeah. So I'm scrolling through. 
not seeing why for two years. Here's his argument. By 2022, assuming he settles, wins, slash loses the civil cases, it comes to some plea agreement on the criminal charges, and there is no jail time, that is when the NFL will come down with their official punishment. Okay, so he's just projecting a lot of things. So, so that's the lead story. We're not surprised by this, though, that Tyrod Taylor is the week one starter. I, I, I can tell you that there are certainly people out there that are not surprised by this. Some people think that he's starting because he's better than Deshaun Watson. He who shall not be named. Okay, yeah. now these are the these are the other case, great stories. In, in case in case you're wondering how we managed to go to war with places for 20 years and accomplish absolutely nothing, some of the people that enlist think Tyrod Taylor is a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. Well, I would argue, I would argue that's not the reason. I would argue that that's financial gains by people with power, and we keep accepting it. But that's a whole other discussion, which we probably agree on. Okay. These are the good stories. Yeah. Again, on their homepage at Black Sports Online. You guys are getting some great plugs today. Russell Wilson cheated on Sierra? Question mark. Woman claims Russ and Richard Sherman got mistress pregnant together. What? <laughs> Russ and Richard Sherman? Texas has no idea what to do about that. Like, she's double pregnant? <laughs> Why well, I... I I read a lot about this on Twitter today and by read a lot about it. I, I mean, I clicked on no stories whatsoever, but Russ was trending this morning. This was black Twitter all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the consensus seems to be that Richard Sherman gets Got somebody it. pregnant or whatever. Like how is, can, can you give me the black sports online breakdown of how both of these guys are involved? By the way, the homepage, all stories written by Robert Latow. Okay. So, the, the homepage is very important. He said, uh, the story, the story starts off. Is it really too early in the AM to try to decipher messages from IG models and strippers? <laughs> what a, what a great lead for the story. With that being said, someone has to do the job. And I guess that has to be me. Ooh. So he's nominated himself as the judge. Here's what is happening and how Russell got thrown in the mix. A woman named Lucy and Raina are arguing on social media after Raina's sister called Lucy and yelled at her about something. It doesn't matter what for. I mean, dude, you've already got me lost. Yeah. During the back and forth on Twitter, Miss Lucy said this. Hey, Raina, would you want to share how your best friend claims to be knocked up by Russell Wilson? Here is where people got confused. The arguing about Raina allegedly having Richard Sherman's baby while Sherman was married and hoping to secure the bag. <laughs> <laughs> no word. Am I supposed to know what's happening here? I have Am no I fucking clue. This? I have no clue. No word of it if this Raina is one of the reasons Sherman had his mental breakdown. Oh, so he's trying to connect the dots back oh, to what okay, happened. Okay. Although, he, although what he is saying is absolutely no proof of that so far. Yeah, absolutely no proof. Trying to connect the dots, but also not connecting any dots. She never denies that Sherman is the father, but she never confirms it either. Okay. <laughs> I love that black sports online is just like, here are two random football players names. <laughs> now we shall just make a lot of accusations about them and then say neither conform confirm nor deny. It's unbelievable. Richard I love it. Sherman, Richard Sherman. Uh, I, t I talked to a special investigator down in Texas um, who could neither confirm nor deny Richard Sherman's involvement in the shooting of JFK. <laughs> you know, he I love 
He didn't say Richard Sherman did it, but he didn't say Richard Sherman didn't do it. But you know what I love? You know what I love about what Robert does? This is where I legit will give him credit. Unlike all the, the mainstream news, your CNN, your Fox News, your MSNBCs, they, they try to present it as real news, like these similar stories. They do. And they sugarcoat, sugarcoat the wording and they make he dude, he just kind of says it as it is in these ridiculous headlines. And he's like, if you want to read this, read it. Like, I'll give him credit. I think he's just he's just more upfront about what he's pushing. Now, the next story, I also watched the video of this. This was a good one. Did you see this video? No, this is the next lead on Black Sports Online's homepage. Waffle House cook beats up man harassing women at dinner. Okay. This is a good one. This was in Atlanta. The Waffle House cook walks out in like a packed, you know, everyone's acting a fool in the diner late night, which is what happens at Waffle House. Right. Waffle House late night, like that should be its own TV show. Yeah. Literally late night at Waffle House where they feature. It should be like, you know what it should be like? It should be like, um, you know, that show live PD. Yes. Where they go live to different police departments. Waffle House. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I almost feel like we should. This is a show. We should we should trademark this immediately. Yeah. We, somebody should put a camera inside all the Waffle Houses and then just on Saturday nights go live to the camera in whichever Waffle House is currently having some sort of melee. Yeah. And I and I, it's such an easy name. Late night at Waffle House. Yeah. Because shit goes Waffle down. House live. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Waffle House Live. You're with you're, your host, Robert Littell. You're, <laughs> you're gonna get some wild people. Rob, the best part about Robert Littell should absolutely host the show. He should be like in the uh he should be in like the, the headquarters, like yeah. Lucius Fox in the dark night in front of all the TV screens. And then we should come back to Robert and he could tell us absolutely what happened and then just throw in the allegedly. Oh, oh, we it. just saw the, the Knoxville Waffle House where a man assaulted a woman after hitting her with a cast iron pan, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, this would be great. To, I would totally watch this. Now, this video, you need to watch this. This video is wild. This cook walks out. And they're they're throwing like haymakers on each other against this woman. He just... And what I was reading on like black Twitter is like, apparently the thing is you never mess with the waffle house cook. Like they've never lost a fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like the argument was, dude, if you're a waffle house cook, the shit you deal with, because you're right in front of everybody. That's what's great about waffle house. The cook is in front of you. Yeah. You're not going in a back room. You're in the open restaurant. Absolutely. Even when Yoshi and I went to Waffle House like last month, yeah, it wasn't crazy, but like it was getting there. Right. Some people were walking in, and you know, we had the you know <laughs> the sassy, very overweight black waitress. It's it I like, mean the Waffle House. It's always like on the edge. Yeah. Of something popping off. Oh yeah. I mean the food's disgusting. I think I've only eaten a Waffle House maybe once. Like, I'll eat it. I mean, I, I mean, I know I've eaten there once for sure. Yeah. Maybe twice. No more than three times. I mean, like, how many times do you think we ate that one Waffle House? 
What did we, wasn't there a Waffle House right next to our uh, hotel yeah, in, in yeah, Arizona? Next, yeah, next to that strip club, next to the Ramada yeah, yeah. Inn. So there, we definitely went once there. Yeah, I've maybe I'll, been, I've maybe been three times. Look, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it if you're late night. You got the munchies. You really need food. You're driving on the road. I've done it, you know, on the road. You're in the middle of nowhere. I didn't want to text in Tex Arcana. Right on the Texas Arkansas border. But yeah, it's not it's not exactly the best food. It's like five dollars for a meal. Right. This shows this show. I gotta throw my one brother under the bus. This shows his taste. His taste. My brother Brad has the worst taste in food ever. Ever. <laughs> like ever. Not that I'm the most cultured person. After his, his son, who I coached basketball, after his first practice, he's like, let's go get some food. You want to go to the Waffle House? There's like a Waffle House down the street. I'm like, what? You go to a Waffle House? Like, dude, so many good, there's so many other better restaurants. Waffle House for dinner? Fix your life. Okay. The last story on the homepage is... Also, again, written by Robert Littow. LaMelo Ball breaks up with Anna Montana for implying she was pregnant for clout and got paid for golden showers. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> is, it, is Anna Montana Miley Cyrus? Or is that a different? No, this uh, shouldn't look anything like Miley. This is Are unbelievable. You... Multiple sources reported that Anna, Anna Mont- Montana a porn star? Uh, I think she's an Instagram model, so I don't know. Uh, that line, that line's it. always blurred. So multiple sources reported that Anna Montana has been hinting that she's pregnant with LaMelo Ball's baby for weeks. This caused the internet to go nuts because no one wanted LaMelo Ball to have to deal with a PJ Washington situation and because his father, LeVar, warned him about this. Because Lame- his father warned him about this. You're going to love this. LaMelo's manager has come out and said that Anna Montana was doing this just for clout and that they don't believe she is pregnant. Okay. I like the name Anna Montana, though. Like, that's that's a good that's a uh, it's a good move to become famous. It's like a good. Hey, I'm Miley Cyrus, but the Instagram model version. Isn't this like the premise of a eddie murphy movie back in the day where he like got elected governor of a state or something like that because he had the same name as like the last governor he won re-election is it a movie like that for real i swear that was a movie really eddie murphy i thought i would have heard about that eddie Mur- or, or i mean i feel like it was eddie murphy yeah i don't know but those are your lead stories right now I'm black sports online. You got to love it, man. Like the lead one legit sports story. Then we're just jumping into baby mama drama and waffle house. Yeah. Instagram models. I do think everybody should watch that video of the, uh, (laughs) the waffle house cook is just going hard. He's like, I'm sick of making hash browns till 6 a.m. For you unruly motherfuckers. Going he, to Eddie Murphy's. Uh, yeah. You trying to find that? The distinguished gentleman. Is that it? No. Yeah. A con man discovers during a job 
that U.S. Congress is where the money is. Name recognition gets him elected. Will he develop a conscience? In the conniving world of politics, even a professional shyster like Thomas Jefferson Johnson can find Um, himself outmatched. Unbelievable. After using name recognition to get himself elected, Thomas Jefferson Johnson enjoys many of the same financial perks as other politicians. And then and then the the evil congressman in it is the is the uh, prosecuting attorney from my cousin Vinny. Unreal. What year was that? I knew it was Eddie Murphy. I was like, man, it's going to be like Kevin Hart. And then I'm going to seem racist. It was what year is this? 1992. The distinguished gentleman, Thomas Jefferson Johnson. Yeah. Okay. I can see why it slipped by early nineties. Eddie Murphy. He was doing a lot of movies back then. I I love this idea though, of a waffle house live show. Yeah. Like that's gotta happen. Allegedly at waffle house with Robert Littal of black sport. The title should be really long too. Just like all his headlines. Like allegedly, allegedly, colon, late nights, (laughs) late night live at Waffle House with Robert Littal, co-creator, editor and head writer of Black Sports Online. You're like, this is the this is the title of the show. My guide. Unbelievable. I'd watch it, man. It'd be great. How's your body feeling, Brano? I know you were talking last week about stretching, getting old. You feel you feeling all right? Feeling all right at the moment. You know what's been making me feel better? I've been doing those. What's that, ex- Andy? Those exercises on Fitbod. Oh yes, I have been using the Fitbod home workout plan. Right. When I can't when I can't make it to the gym. What I love is you're not stuck in the same mundane workouts. Is that you can make progress through their specialized workouts, so that you're not just doing the same thing. Because I know I get stuck in that rut a lot of times. And guys, if you haven't downloaded FitBod and you want to improve your health, improve your exercise, really check out this app. It's got a lot of great features. And I love that it can personalize the training for you. So you fill out some questions. They come back with a fitness plan for yourself. So it's a unique experience for you and your environment. And basically, if you don't like to go to classes you don't know what to do. If you want to change your routine, there's no equipment. They can just, FitBot has body weight routines as well for those looking to get fit at home or on the go. So pick up your pace, pick up the pace on your fitness journey with FitBot today and your future self will thank you. Get 25% off your membership at fitbod.me forward slash dirty. That's 25% off at fitbod.me forward slash dirty. And uh, they have great memberships. The membership's only $59.99 for a year. And 25% off that is $12, correct? Is my math right there? Give me the, give me the equation again. $60 for the year. Sure. 25% off? $12, correct? Or is $15. that 20% off? $15. I'm bad at math. So 45 bucks for the year, Dirtballs. So go ahead and do that right now. Sign up for your membership at fitbod.me 
forward slash dirty. Okay. There was some college football, which you just mentioned. You watched a little. I watched a little. I, uh, I watched, I put in a halftime bet on the Clemson Georgia game. So then I watched the second half of that. And what was your bet? Oh, I bet, I bet Clemson to win because they were down seven and they were getting like, I hadn't watched any of the first half. I had, I literally knew nothing. I didn't even know the score um, of the game. I was just on my betting app. I was playing some poker and I was like, ah, I, I'm kind of, kind of over poker. I was like, maybe I'll throw some, maybe I'll throw something on one of these college games. So I pull up the college games and they were like two and a half. They were like plus 250. So you're getting two and a half to one odds. And I was like, well, I'm going to throw a little money on this kind of a win-win. Everybody knows I hate Dabo Sweeney and I hate Clemson. And I was like, and I'm getting two and a half to one and it'll make the end of this game. Interesting. So threw it on there lost obviously, but, uh, but you know, made this, made the second half of a college football game tolerable. And then I watched, uh, I would say I watched three quarters of the Notre Dame game yesterday in in sporadic parts. Yeah. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I was I was gonna play that. Wait, go ahead. Sorry. So oh yeah, I watched I watched the beginning of the Notre Dame game through halftime. Watched uh, a lot of the second, a lot of the, a lot of the end of the third quarter into the fourth, and then I had dinner. And I actually missed the end. Well, so, everyone, everyone's talking about what Brian Kelly said afterwards, which is pretty funny. That's what I was trying to play. It's just 15 seconds. Yeah. What do you think of your team's ability to withstand Florida State's impressive comeback? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in favor of uh, execution. Maybe maybe our entire team needs to be executed after tonight. I mean, it, we just didn't execute very well. <laughs> you know, the problem with this thing, and I know people are like. What's well, a joke? He's referencing another coach. Yeah, it's a joke. The problem is the problem with it. And like, obviously, the idea that people are even like upset about this is ridiculous. Uh, it's, it's the most 2021 thing ever. But I'm kind of offended. He botched the joke more than yeah, anything. He this did. is like when this is like when somebody tells you a joke and then you go and tell it and you tell a horrible version of it. It's like the original line. Yes. Somebody asked the coach about executing. And he he used he did a word play to spin the the question about it. Meanwhile, Brian Kelly just serves up this execution thing. It was yeah, it was cringe. If you know the original joke, if you know the original lines, and also it was it's a dumb controversy. Yeah, I, I agree. He's joking. Sure. Yeah. No. No. I I, I totally agree. He butchered referencing the original joke. And uh, people with their fake outrage is pretty ridiculous as well, because obviously uh, he's joking. Did you watch that game at all? Um, I, I was out. Uh, I was at a buddy's. And we're watching some of it, but yeah, I, I didn't watch, like, I didn't watch it through. Obviously I'm not a big college football fan. Um, I root for Notre Dame, but like, I like that rivalry casually. I like that rivalry, but you know, watching the game, 
there was moments where I was like, ah, oh, neither of these teams are good. And then there was moments where I was like, ah, oh, both of these teams might be good. Like yeah. it's good. Like I do, I definitely agree with the sentiment. Like Florida state being good is good for college football. Sure. That rivalry is, it certainly has some history and is fun. And, uh, I was, it was an enjoyable game for the parts I watched. It was, it was exciting. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it, it really was. Yeah. I, and then missing the field goal, the Notre Dame getting the field goal. I like doing it on Sunday night, that game, yeah. you know, make it the feature game. Like you said, that storied rivalry, that was a rivalry. I loved growing up the old Lou Holtz versus Bowden days when they'd be number one or number two and vice versa, top five teams, the infamous convicts versus Catholics. That was Miami. Was that Miami? Yeah. Still. Those were some good rivalries Notre Dame had. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, a big L for friend of the show, Coach Ed Orgeron, this weekend. He's already on the hot seat. They lose at UCLA. He was 5-5 five and five last year without Joe Burrow. He's now 0-1 this year. Everyone's saying he could be Gene Chizik from Auburn, former Auburn coach, 2.0, who goes undefeated, wins a title with Cam Newton. Seems like that's kind of what's happening with him down at LSU. He had the, the best quarterback and that stud offense. And what makes this one even sweeter is that Ed O, that video of Ed O talking shit to a UCLA fan who was talking shit to him. Did you, did you see this? Oh, yeah. So a UCLA fan is talking trash as Coach O is walking into the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. And if you didn't hear it, I'll play it for everybody. Hey, hey, bring your ass on. Bring your ass on your little sissy blue shirt. Um, bring your ass off with your little sissy blue shirt. Can I, I mean, like Ed, you know, friend of the show, yeah. Joe, friend of the show. I'm sure. He'll come on to talk about it. But before we have him on, does anybody see the irony in a man whose team wears purple calling out sissy blue shirts? Like UCLA wears baby blue. Uh, LSU wears purple. This is not really the like yeah. of all the th- issues to take. Sure, I mean, you guys are dressed like if LSU comes out every week looking like they went in the fucking prince's closet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I yeah. don't think sissy is the color you want to throw the yeah. word you want to throw around when you're you're purple and yellow. In fact, I would argue. Personally, that's a good discussion. I would argue the purple is more sissy. I think 100%. If we're going by standard, like generic. Think about it this way, Andy. If you, let's say you had to like, I don't know. Let's, what's something that you do with your family now? Really like a day where you had to like somebody's christening or something like that, right? Yeah. If you showed up to your nephew's, you know, first communion and you were wearing like khakis and a, powder blue button down no, no one would even blink yeah so no one says anything you showed up in khakis and a purple shirt your brother's brad's 
brains would be all over the floor after his head exploded. Yeah. You should you just showed up in a purple button down with khakis. True. Yeah. You're right. No one says a word. Your brother would be like, after this, after this communion, are you going to Studio 54? <laughs> yeah, if I show up in the powder blue, which I do have a powder blue buttered down shirt, by the way. Yeah. No one has ever made a comment like that. Where are you going? West Hollywood, dude? Yeah. Did you did Grimace just jizz all over you? You're in a purple shirt? Yeah. No one says a word. For sure. Get down here on your sissy blue shirt. Look, I love Ed talking trash back. If the fan's going to talk trash. But he's on the hot seat, man. We've seen yeah. this his whole career. He kind of caught lightning in a bottle, you could argue, with that squad. I mean, that squad, let's not forget, they were just lighting up teams with points. Yeah. Even in that final game, I think they put up 50 points. I do, I do want to ask him real quick. I, he doesn't have much time today, but I have him sitting on the line, and I want to ask Coach O. Coach, are you there? Oh, I'm here, Andy Ruther. First things first. I got to talk to you know, I, I usually reserve my comments for you. I gotta get, I gotta come out of there, Mister Mister Priano, with his <laughs> his comments on our, our, our beautiful purple uniform. Purple, the color of blood. A lot of people don't know that. I know that before you cut into a body, you let that blood air out. The oxidization process happened, turn it red. But we down here in the dirty south. We like we like the color of blood on our jerseys. Blood before the band while still in your veins. Ain't no blue. You wearing a sissy blue shirt talking to me? Unacceptable. Now I hear all the criticism about uh the you know eh, maybe Coach O. He ain't qualified. Coach is team no more. He don't have the Joe Burrow. And all I gotta say to you. For all you guys who are not football analysts, is that having a good quarterback makes the game easy. We're trying to find another one. We don't have the benefit of the Nick Sabons in the world with the every year five quarterback come on the team who, who, who can play. We, we just got to find a guy who, who can do what Burrow did. And what Burrow did is slept in the bed with me every night, look at the playbook, turn on the nightlight. Put my arms around Joey B. Hold, hold on, Coach. Put his arms around Coach Arjong. Coach, Coach, let me hop in here. I just want to clarify what you said. So you and Joe Burrow slept in the same bed every night. That's right, Andy Ruther. Are we talking king? My wife queen? slept in the guest room. <laughs> like, is it, a, is it a big bed, though? Is it a queen? Is it a double? Is it a king? Andy Ruther, do I look like a guy who wears baby blue shirts? <laughs> I got a queen bed. I'm sleeping in a bed with Fred and Mercury. No, I got a king bed, Andy Ruther. Okay. I actually have a, I actually have what they call down here in Dubai a king cake bed. What's that, Coach? It's a bed that's covered in all kinds of different colorful things, and there's a there's a plastic baby mixed in it somewhere. You just gotta find it. You ain't no your your toesies down in the bottom of a king baby bed. <laughs> So it's playing off the Mardi Gras theme down in New Orleans. Yeah, a king cake bed. King cake plastic bed. baby. I, I, like I would it. always say, hey, Joey B, go down to the covers and get that ba- plastic baby so we can look at the playbook. I just need a quarterback who's going who gonna to trust me <laughs> enough to want to sleep in the bed with me and a plastic baby. 
<laughs> we get that again. We'll be right back on top. No tags. Well, I, I think I think you guys are you're gonna get back on the uh, W board, Coach. You got McNeese State this week. I don't so. want anybody on my LSU Tigers to overlook, to look past the McNeese State. Okay. Now, think about it this way: we hear about Oklahoma State. We hear about Ohio State. We hear about Michigan State. You ever been to the state of McNeese? <laughs> well, no, it's not. No, a you state. haven't, because there is no state of McNeese. Those boys down there at McNeese State gonna bring some passion and some fire. They're gonna fight for a place that ain't even a state. They've been fighting for independence for over 150 years, trying to get McNeese. To become its own state. You telling me we going out there in the Polynesia and giving Hawaii a state before we give it to McNeese? So I, I told all these Tigers, you ain't going to look past those boys at McNeese. They're going to put up a fight. But I do believe we going to be one and one after that. No Tigers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Coach O, Coach Ed Orgeron, head coach of the LSU Tigers. I'll tell you what, man, he... uh I think he's my favorite guest. I, I usually am laughing so hard. I have physical tears coming out of my eyes. That's 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 an unreal analysis that they're trying to fight for their own statehood. Yeah. Which, by the way, McNeese is in is in Louisiana as well. So it's with. Within, I had no idea. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm sure Coach O knows that, but yeah. I have no idea. Where in Louisiana are they? Where are they? Let's look it up. I just closed it. They, uh, they're the Cowboys. Lake Charles. Where is that? that? Looks like it's, uh, you know, the, 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 the turn of the L chain there. You know? Uh, I gotcha. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's, I, it's crazy that they would try to break away yeah it's wild state but good luck to them i yeah i agree well the big news i'll say this real quick for the conference realign poor big 12 the big 12 who loses everybody is now gonna apparently bring in byu central florida cincinnati and houston byu central florida cincinnati and houston now okay. i'll say this you know you got some well those are all like Cincinnati's top 10. Cincinnati was on a fee last year, I think, until they lost that game and whatever big bowl that was, that close game to Georgia. So they, they have a good little football program and decent basketball. All these teams have decent of both. But, yeah. I don't know. It's good for a team like Cincinnati. It's good, good for local team. I'll probably go to a game. My buddy, my buddy has season tickets. A Cincinnati football game? Yeah. It's a right small on. stadium. It only seats like 35,000, 40,000. But uh, yeah, it's got a city vibe, like where the campus is. So I'll definitely check out a game. Now, I do have to give a Bishop Sycamore update. I know. <laughs> I, I Look, everyone, look, people are asking for it, Prano. Shout I mean, out a, to- lot a lot of people sent me the story this weekend that uh, Kevin Hart is making a, a documentary about it. A lot yeah. of people upset that, you know, that he he swooped in, he stole your he stole your your whole life plan. 
no, that wasn't my whole life plan. But, you know, I, I, I'll support Kevin Hart. They, they weren't um, gonna... I'm, somebody also, I, I just want you to know, in the last three minutes, messaged me that Kevin Hart is executive producing a show about late night Waffle House. Oh, so this guy, man. At, this po- at this point, I think you should just you should probably just sue Kevin Hart. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to win that lawsuit. Probably not. He's got the lawyers. He's got the money. He, he does. He does. He ever sleep? I've said this before. Kevin Hart and The Rock. These guys are workaholics, man. He's already got my idea. And actually, he just well, I just got an update. He just see you later, Robert Latow. He's hosting it himself. Waffle House Live with Kevin Hart. <laughs> Unreal. Well, Bishop Sycamore, outside of the Kevin Hart story, again, it's just news upon news. Like, you can't keep up with it. I guess they stiffed the hotel where they played IMG Academy, not this Friday or not this week, but the week before. They gave him $3,500 in fake checks. Wow. So. So Bishop Sycamore, guys, like this whole like. Dude, this is it's, wild. It's almost like if you were running a scam high school, right? The best thing you could probably do is stay under the radar so people don't look into you too much. Sure. Instead, they got themselves a national TV contract for a football game. They were totally not qualified to play in. And now, without a doubt, this is going to lead to faculty members, uh, administrators, whatever, being arrested. 100%, right? Yeah, 100%. Like their model is how to get caught. Although they didn't get caught for a while. Yeah. You know, they tricked ESPN. They tricked all those other people. They tricked all those teams. They played the fake check thing. They also were charged. They were just destroying the hotel rooms. Yeah. Not surprised. I mean, they, to be fair, the kids were sleeping in uh, (laughs) like, like hollowed out buildings in Columbus before that. Yeah. Who, who has it better? The, The homeless people in Venice beach, or Bishop Sycamore. I, I would argue the homeless people because they got that beachfront property. Yeah, plus the weather. Yeah. They're living better than the kids at Bishop Sycamore. I'm sure there'll be more stories out. Now, this next thing, I have to cover it because of because of you last episode. Okay. You, you were going off, and I, I was joking. You were going off about Tim Tebow and Stephen A on first take, and I was like, well, we're only helping their cause. And... uh You were having fun with it. We were having fun with it. Now, this morning, it's it is making me laugh. And I see what they're doing now. Now, now ESPN, and again, now I'm talking about it. So whatever. I just don't care anymore. Now they brought in Michael Urban, who's apparently going to be pretty regularly on the show. And and actually, I saw that one last week when they announced the Tebow thing. They they announced that it was going to be at the same time, Michael Irvin on Mondays, Tebow on Fridays. Yeah. And I don't know if they're just doing some. They're going to have a rotating cast of panelists to go opposite Stephen A. Smith. But what's hilarious is at least, you know, you have the dichotomy. That's a tease. Okay, go ahead. At least you have the dichotomy of Skip versus Shannon. Yeah. Max versus Stephen A. Skip versus Stephen A. You know, Tebow versus Stephen A. Like, now you're going to have... Stephen A versus Stephen A. <laughs> yeah. Like it's literally just going to be 
two guys with the exact same personality yelling at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the, the, the morning one that's everybody's already talking about. I was laughing now. Now I love Mike Orvin for the record. I, I'm a fan. I've always been a fan. I've loved him on NFL network. You know, that's my jam. I always talk about how I love that channel above all the sports channels. I love the NFL network. We got to meet Michael Irvin with Matty Goldberg. He was a very nice guy. We got to hang out the NFL network. He explained to us how his wife picks out his suits. He's always looking fresh. So she's dressing him very well. He was a very nice, pleasant man. He didn't yell at us once, took a photo with us, chatted it up. He was not that way this morning. But that's what, yeah, but that's what these shows do to each other, right? Yeah. That's This is what they do to people. Yeah. I'm sure Stephen A. Smith wasn't in like, you know, middle school being like, what do you mean? Recess only 25 minutes. What do you mean, teacher? I'm sure it was them being like, hey, you know that thing you do where you're ridiculous and you say nothing of substance? That really is working for us. You should do that more often. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you something, Joe. Let's see. I'm, I bet you'll get this. But I bet 90% of our listeners will not get this. I bet even higher. You probably know him because you're more from a journalistic background. My introduction to Stephen A. was what TV show? I actually don't know. What was it? I mean, it wasn't. I used to watch this with my dad. Like, that's how much we're dating ourselves. I'm still in high school. It's a sports show. And they'd bring him on. This was my introduction to Stephen A. Smith. He was no very, idea. he was, was he was young. Reporters? He was in his twenties. No, no idea. You know where he used to, you know where he first started appearing for me. Again, he was in his twenties. Best damn sports show. Oh yeah, they bring Stephen A. I never A. watched on. the best damn sports show. Yeah, my dad liked it a lot, and I liked it. So we used to watch it, and, and he wasn't. He was that basically. Guy. He was Stephen A. Light, like like he right. was working for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Yeah. And they, and they bring him in to talk sports. Yeah. But he, he wasn't. And then they were like, go bigger. Yeah. He wasn't what he is now. And and the entirety of sports journalism crumbled underneath the suggestion that Stephen A. Smith should go bigger. And now every single show. Just somebody yelling. Is just somebody yelling. I mean, if we're going to do Michael Irvin and Stephen A. Smith, why don't we just get Shannon Sharp involved and we'll just have a whole thing. Come on, come on, Stephen A. <laughs> what do you mean, come on, Stephen A? I mean, come on, Stephen A. Well, I was I was actually laughing this morning. This is Michael Irvin. I, you got to love the setup because it's so ridiculous. This is this is what they're doing. And again, it's working because we're talking about it. I'm about to play the clip because it's so fun. It is. This one is legitimately funny to me. They're debating. It's such a ridiculous debate. They're debating Michael Jordan versus Tom Brady. <laughs> which is the most apples to oranges. You're, you're talking one is argued as the greatest basketball. One's argued as the greatest football. And they're just trying to discuss. Athlete. Like, what are we even arguing? That's what I'm saying. They're discussing the best athlete. And obviously Jordan's the better athlete. Like that's not a discussion. Yeah. It's just not a discussion. But I, the producers at ESPN definitely told Michael Irvin to be pro Brady so they could have an argument. And this is what Irvin says, all worked up. So you're going to tell me the greatest athlete, you want to talk about great athlete, he is a great athlete. 
The greatest athlete goes out and win. We expect that. The 199th pick goes out and wins seven. We didn't expect that. So you can't just tell me about what he accomplished. Tell me about the distance he had to travel to accomplish what he accomplished. And nobody traveled more distance than this man right here, Tom Brady. Hold on. Well, there's a mistake in your argument. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So imagine, so, imagine being on a, uh, a talking head show with Stephen A. Smith and being the loud one. No, no. So Michael Irvin's argument, again, that Brady is the better athlete, is that he was drafted 199th and nobody expected it and he had to travel more? What? Yeah. Can you imagine that guy in cocaine? I think you just heard it. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm not going to make any assumptions. What are you? But... What are you saying? What are you saying that that's Michael Irvin on his morning espresso? I mean, he did get caught. Remember in the hotel room with hookers and cocaine while he played for the Cowboys. Yeah, he did that fur coat. That was the infamous story. Hookers, cocaine. It makes you wonder, is the ESPN producer like, okay, we need you to do a quick line. When you, I don't think Michael Irvin needs a nudge. We really need you amped up today, Michael. Yeah. So that is your... Uh, That's your guys yelling at each other on ESPN update of the day. I love the comment a underneath. coked out, allegedly, <laughs> Michael Irvin. I love the first comment underneath the video. Somebody writes... Sounded like Macho Man Randy Savage on that. I mean, he did. He sounded like Macho Man Randy Savage. It's unbelievable. You got Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Coming from the 199th big brother. Oh, man. But I, I would like Michael Irvin be somebody I'd like to hang out with. Like, I would want to see those rants at a party. You ever seen that clip where he's sweating and they keep dabbing his head? No. Like, like they keep it live on air. He's all worked up. Dude, you got to find this. It, dude, I was watching it again today. It's just like a, just like an old lady in church vibes. No, So like they don't cut to commercial and he's going on some rant and the makeup person is, is, is behind. It's this dude behind dabbing his forehead and his face because he's just sweating so much. And he's basically like, no, let's keep talking. We'll keep it on air. I don't care that the guy comes out. Yeah, dude. It's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. You want how short so do you is, want is Michael Irvin like a full-time ESPN employee now? I don't know. I assume he's still with the NFL network as well. They they let these people do both now. In the past, I think they have more control. I think the personalities, yeah. It's all it's like the athletes used to be stuck with one network. I think they have control now to be signing contracts with multiple networks and companies. How short you want to keep it today? What else we got? We talk a little baseball. You want to talk a little baseball? Sure. sure. And then do a couple calls. Okay. Well, nobody wants to win the final spot 
in the wild card in the NL. I say that as a Reds fan because they just suck now. They've lost six of eight. Padres can't win. Padres are a half game up. Now the Phillies and Cardinals have crept in, which is just, yeah. I'm already calling it. I'm already calling it. As, as someone who's dealt with this my whole life, the Cardinals are going to get that final spot because they always, you know this too. They, don't they yeah. always find a way to get in? Yep. They do. The Reds can't win. It's disgusting. Vado's batting like 166 now in his last 14 games. So he needs to get his dealer back on the line. So he's cold. Allegedly. Yeah. How dare you blasphemize my guy like that? He's cold. Of course, they have no bullpen. Uh, Cardinals are, you know, the, the Padres aren't playing good. But then you also have a tight race as well in the AL wild card. Yeah. Boston, a half game behind the Yankees. Yeah. And three games up on Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. I mean, this push by Seattle. Yeah, it's nice. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah. yeah, there are three games up in Seattle, four on Toronto, four on Oakland. Um, and then you yeah. have... And the AL East is going to beat up on each other. Yeah. And, and I, got... I believe it's the... Uh, the Padres have the toughest schedule in baseball down the stretch, right? They do. And you guys have... The easiest. The easiest. But that doesn't matter because they're not winning games. Right. You know, that, that was all my thing is you got to just, you got to take, like, you can't lose two or three at home to Detroit. You, you got to win. Have been, the Mets have been on fire since the thumbs down slash lost earring controversy. But I think we all know how the Mets season will end. The Mets will win every single game between now and Friday when they host the Yankees at home. They wear the cursed black jerseys on a blackout Friday and then never win another game for the rest of the season. I already know how this is going to end. The... Giants and Dodgers, that's going to be fun to watch play out as they just yeah. played this past series. Obviously, both teams are going to be in, no doubt about it. It's just a matter of which team will have a one-game play-in wildcard game. And then, likely, I mean, obviously anything can happen one game, but likely the winner of the division will have to play. I mean, right now it's looking like, the the other one in a series right after a wild card game. Now, obviously, anything can happen in one game, but yeah, sure. I know is Tatis because we know Otani's going to win the MVP in the AL. Yeah. Do you vote for Fernando Tatis Jr.? Well, that's an interesting question, and I think in baseball, you know, like other sports like the you know winning i think does matter sure. if you're you know we've we've seen we've seen the mike trouts of the world the otanis of the world win uh running away because they're just their stats are so good yeah and they're on terrible teams but when you look at like if you look at the nl war right i don't know who's at the top of the nl war probably wheeler um, who who are we, again? Who are we basing this off? Baseball. Right. I mean, I always go to Baseball Reference, but that's just. I mean, you know, you could use ESPN, you could use whatever you want. Like, um, you know, Max Muncy's probably up there with. You're, you're going to be. Tachis. You're going to be shocked. Who's leading the NL WAR? 
And this is on whose basis? It's baseball ESPN? reference. Okay. Well, no, you won't be shocked because you said it. So the top two in NL war on baseball reference, 6.1 is Wheeler. 6.0 yeah. is Wade Miley. Right. Then what? Tatis. Tatis is third at 5.7 for the NL. Muncy's got to be up there. Why can't you expand this? Yeah, he is. I mean, the thing with Tatis is he's he's right there with those guys. He missed 30 games. He's still leading the NL in home runs. Right. So I think when you have, like, hear me out. Do, do I think Zach Wheeler is the MVP of the National League? No. But if those Phillies get in and the Padres don't, like, that's got to be a factor, right? Sure. Um, I think you, I think if you look at this Dodgers team, Max Muncy making a hard case for MVP, but at the same time, and I know he's a new addition, dude, Trey Turner's like leading the league in hits right up there in average. He's been insane since he joined the Dodgers. Like, Look at the way the Dodgers have closed the gap between the them and the Giants since the trading deadline. Now, obviously, Scherzer, I think, has won every one of his starts or or the team has won every one of Scherzer's starts since he joined. So, you know, it's the two of them. But, like, I'd almost argue Trey Turner's, like, in the mix. Um, but, yeah, I think if the Padres can hold on and secure a wild card spot, Yes, I think Tatis is the MVP. And I know it's really doesn't matter in regards to like how this thing is judged, but like I think the move to right field's a part of that. Well, and also it's just I mean, if you talk, I agree, if you talk all around player, I mean he's tossing the stolen bases, the defense, everything. I mean, and his defense was definitely questionable at shortstop and they moved him to the outfield and he did it. And like, we haven't heard a ton about it and it's like been great. So yeah, I think he is the MVP. If they, if they get a playoff spot, if they don't get a playoff spot, I think it opens the door to talk about other people, but if they get a playoff spot, yes, I think it's Tatis. I think it's him regardless. Excuse me. Yeah. All right. Well, we do have just, just I'm just going to do a couple calls today. Okay. Before we do that, dirt balls. Time to time to get sick. Joe, let's get serious for a minute. We get serious okay. on this show. Very serious right now. Very serious. Well, Joe, if you're ever needing to talk with anyone about some serious matters, we have a great app, Talkspace. Dirt balls, we, we all go through stuff. And, and and I think people love our show because we're not scared to talk about stuff. And and I'm sure you get the DMs. I get the DMs. I we recently just got one. Somebody's like, dude, I was going through some shit. And I love how you and Joe are open and honest. And he was like, I'm not trying to be a pussy. And I was like, dude, you're not like get I was like, first of all, get rid of that verbiage, you know. there's no being a pussy if you want to talk about your feelings and there's a great app out there right now called talk space that i recommend for all the dirt balls 
because the truth is over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health. And, uh, you know, there's, there's some coaches, there's some people in the sports media who, who I would recommend to use Talkspace as well. They might be going through some stuff, right? Talkspace offers individual and couples therapy in addition to medication prescription services. You can set goals with your therapist. You can set and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the app. And uh, they're available basically 24-7. And it's a great app. So if you want to talk with somebody about anything, something comes up, sometimes you don't have a, a ready therapist, you got to set up an appointment, do all that, not with Talkspace. So start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code DIRTY. That's $100 off when you use code DIRTY at Talkspace.com. Okay, we have two calls. And the first one I'm going to play is for you. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Avery, former Minnesota Dirtball, recently just moved to Pennsylvania, living a couple blocks away from Lehigh University. So this one's for you, Joe. Uh, what are some good places to maybe go grab a bike, get some uh, – drinks to watch the upcoming football games this year uh condoms are for the minnesota vikings and stay dirty guys appreciate it so that's a it's awesome to hear by the way somebody uh down down there in in bethlehem pennsylvania um a lot has changed since my days in bethlehem that's what i figured um, but I'm pulling it up. There used to be a, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just making sure that it's still there, but, uh, there's a bar called the tally ho, uh, which is a great place to watch games. Um, there was my favorite bar in Bethlehem was called Leon's. I believe Leon's has since closed. Um, I'm going to see. P restaurant. There was another one that's on the other side of Bethlehem. And I'm going to pull up. God. I believe it's PJ Whalen's pub and restaurant. Great Buffalo wings sports it says Buffalo wings and sports. Yep. So they're still there. So get a So PJ Whalen's. And uh, Tally Hill. Those are good places to uh, go watch some football games and eat while you're in Bethlehem. Lots changed since I've been there. I haven't been there in a long time. So wish I had more for you. Yeah. Same with, same with my campus. There's a casino there now, I believe, that they put in the old Bethlehem Steel Factory. So go check that out. Let me know how it's going. I would and, argue. And honestly, if you find places, Avery, you let me know. And the next time I'm on the East Coast, maybe I'll come. I would argue we were like the last greatest generation of college guys. The last greatest generation. We are. Using the terminology reserved for World War II vets. Well, I mean, I don't mean in, in, in that regard. I, I mean in this regard. The iPhone came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. I graduated college in 2005. 
you were probably what? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. We would, I would not have had the same experience in college with phones and social media and all that stuff. So think about it. iPhone came out 2007. I think Facebook came out 2005. Twitter came out 2007. Like you just couldn't get away with the stuff. That's why I say the last, like, like the stories we have are almost in a time capsule for college. That's all I'm saying. I call us the last greatest generation. Cue up a little Springsteen glory days. All right. Our last call is from CT. Okay. Hall of Fame Dirtball. It's, it's a longer call, but he seems to be, you know, battling with, he's worked up. I've never seen CT this worked up, actually. Never seen him this, this perturbed about something. So I'll play the call. Okay. Gentlemen, CT, formerly from Seattle, lifelong Seattle Kraken fan here, but. The thing to know about me, and I'm sure you guys do, is that I'm not only a lifelong Seattle Kraken fan, but I am a WSU Cougar alumni. Proud of it. Uh, went to Wazoo uh, four years. So I have a quick question. I'm not sure if you guys have seen the news, but our football coach is a fucking idiot, anti-vaxxer, piece of shit. It's actually required in the state of Washington that all state employees get vaccinated, but yet he refuses to. Nick Rolovich, you're a piece of shit. Because if we have to cancel a game due to a COVID outbreak, that's a forfeit. It costs the school money. And how are we recruiting more players? Because our coach is a fucking idiot. And now, that on top of it, he's being sued by a former player. Things are great here in uh, Cougar land. We'll be okay. We'll get through. But my question is, I love the Cougs. Support him, but do I root for us to lose every football game so we can fire his fucking ass? Or do I root to win? I mean, I've never been in this position before. I'm kind of leaning towards, I hope, I like this student, the kids, you know, I'm proud, alumni, but I hope we lose every single game and kick his dumb ass to the street. So, let me know. Do I, do I root to win? Do I root to lose? Go Cougs, Huskies, stay dirty. You know, it's, it's almost like we're bookending this show with the same sentiment. It's like, I actually have, we've talked about this so much on this show. And I will reiterate the point because I think, you know, there was, there's, there's certainly some uh, fans of the Dirty Sports podcast that have called me a woke socialist, whatever, you know? So, I don't give a shit what this guy's personal politics are. I don't give a shit. But I think he is a fucking clown for not getting on board with getting vaxxed solely so that all of his players do solely so that they don't cancel. It's like you're it's almost like you're making a statement. I care way more about now this is where i'm inserting my own opinion my shitty politics than i do about being the head coach of a football team that is paying me three million dollars a year to win so to answer ct's question and i just pulled him up his head coaching record 
is 29 and 31 overall. He went 28 and 27 at Hawaii. He won seven games, three games, eight games, then went 10 and five. He was one and three as the head coach of the Cougars in 2020. He's 0 and 1 so far this year. So, yeah, sounds like you guys hired yourself an anti vaxxing Bill O'Brien. It's crazy to me, but I feel like to get a job like Washington State, which is like a pretty good football program over the years, coming from why shouldn't he have had better than a 500 record playing in the South Pacific West or wherever the fucking Hawaiian University of Hawaii's team is? CT, root to lose every game. Get rid of this guy for numerous reasons. One, seems like he's a bad coach. And two, he's putting himself literally before his job, his players, and the $3 million that the state is paying him to care about football. So, yeah, I would root for him to lose every game. Well, you know, we're, we're at an interesting time where it's the – I'm going to word this. It's it's the personal beliefs versus your job, right? You could argue, but but that's that's nothing new also. So if you don't want to get vaccined or get the vaccination, get vaccinated, get vaccinated yeah, or get the vaccine. Jesus Christ. You don't want to get vaccined. Sounds like something a girl, man, she, she yeah. vaccined me. She got me. Um, yeah, I'm still, I do. This is like throwback Andy Ruther. This is, these are Rutherism after Rutherism after Rutherism. Anyway, that's fine. Again, like I'm, I'm not, dude, I don't really care what people do, but again, at the end of the day, exactly. This is your job, a state job, and you don't have to work there. Yeah. And, and, I, and I said this last episode, right? And I'll say it again. I, I really don't see the difference of when I was a teacher and they said, you have to be updated on the following shots. And I was not fully updated on my tetanus. On and it was straight up. You cannot enter our school and Dude, teach. That's always the thing. When I coached baseball, do you know how many things I would have to do every year? To be updated. I had to be vaccinated i had to take cpr class yes yes i had to fucking background put, check i had to get fingerprinted every year yes, make sure you're not yes. a pedophile yes all this stuff for me to spend two hours an afternoon teaching kids to hit fucking a curveball so i you know for an assistant third grade basketball coach i had to pay for all that crap the background checks i, I did i had to do all that be an assistant third grade basketball. So, so I don't. And, and that's, like, again, I think, I, I don't think really understand. Is, I don't this really is like understand a laundry it. list of things, but I go, I go back to again, where we started the show. Football, man, more than any, like the whole locker room just has to like have yeah, the yeah. goal in mind, like winning over everything. Yeah. This is not basketball where, you know, Reggie Miller and Ron Artest can play well and hate each other and never talk. Yeah. Whatever. Like this is football. Like it's everybody's got to be like winning over everything. And it just, it like this, it couldn't be more proof that this guy actually cares about something more than winning. 
And that's fine. That's fine. But I don't want that guy to coach my football team. Yeah. He can have whatever opinion he wants. And obviously he does. But when somebody tells you who they are, believe them. He cares about himself way more than he cares about the Washington State football team. And I just don't think that that's a recipe for success, especially at the college level. Yeah, I look. I don't know what else to say. Like you said, like I, I at this point, I don't know what else can be said. If you don't want to do it, fine. Then just don't play. Don't coach. Don't accept the money. That that's like it's it's not. It's not one or the other, but when you do this, to be honest, I don't know how he's not fired. If, that, if that's a requirement as a state employee. Look, when you, when you go down the rabbit hole of this discussion, th- there's different things I'm, I'm, I'll have issues with, with that. I'm like, I don't know about that, you know, but, but we're talking strictly about the vaccine, you know, being tracked of all, everything you've done vaccination passport like those are just different discussions but that isn't this this is basically saying dude you got to get this to coach here to work here it's a requirement i I still have to do these updated courses for child protection not courses but yeah i gotta answer these questions to coach third grade i still have to do it if i don't want to do it i'm not coaching 310-359-8357. 310-359-8365. That's our hotline. Give it a ring and uh, share your thoughts. Guys, football's here. It's right around the football's corner. Football's here. As an NFL Thursday kickoff, Bucks, Cowboys. So get those calls in. We'll do a full NFL preview. I just want to reiterate last year, I predicted the Super Bowl, uh, the matchup, and, and, that was the best Andy Ruther prediction of all time. Uh, just want to remind everybody that I called Bucks Chiefs. Not that it was that crazy of a call, but I called it. I've never been right in that regard. I'm liking the Bucks again. I'm liking them to get back. You're liking the Bucks to get back to the Super Bowl? Maybe. Wow. I got to do a little research. I'll, I'll tell you what, you know. You're going to go Packers. I know it. I don't know if I am, actually. But, uh, one thing's for sure is, and, and this is, I'm, I, I'm again, put, this is kind of, again, putting all the politics of it aside is like, I'm upping my bucks win total. I'm upping my Super Bowl chances because they're not, they're not going to have to deal with the shit that other people are dealing with. They're yeah. already like, I, I don't hate your pick because they've convinced each other that they're all in. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good place to be. So Repeating is tough, though. It is. But I was just saying make it back. Yeah. I don't know about repeating. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Dirty Sports. Again, give us a call, 310-359-8365. Drop a podcast review on Apple. If you leave your Twitter or Instagram handle, I will message you, get your address, and send you two free cozies in the mail. I'm at Andy Ruther on all social media. Joe, where can they find you? At Joe Prano on all social media, except for... Uh, Twitter. I'm at Fix Your Life. Um, check out 
my Instagram, especially for lots of shows that are coming up, booking lots of shows specifically, of course, uh, going to be in New Orleans, first uh, and second of October, followed by it looks like the Giants Saints game, which we'll be playing there. I'm also in negotiations with friend of the show, friend of ours, uh, Eddie Ift to support him uh, on the road for some shows. So uh, keep your eye out on my Instagram and we'll see if I'm coming to a city near you either on my own or with Eddie Ift. Also, uh, before I go, it's been a couple of weeks since I pushed this, but uh, it's a big month for it. We, I, you know, this is a charity that I've been help supporting and can uh, it's a uh, charity to end child abuse and neglect. They have a bunch of walks coming up. I know a lot of dirt balls have participated already in signing up for the walks, volunteering, sponsoring, go to endcan.com, but specifically, uh, sorry, endcan.org specifically go to endcan.org forward slash crush can September is their uh, crush a can on video month uh, to show that you're supporting. Think, think the ice bucket challenge, uh, but all you got to do is crush a can of some sort. So I'm going to drink a delicious Miller Lite uh, here in the next couple of days, and I'm going to video myself crushing that can to help uh, bring some awareness to child abuse and neglect and help to end it. So uh, if you guys tag me in videos on Instagram or Twitter, of you supporting endcan.org forward slash crush can. I will reshare them on whatever social media you share them on. So thank you for doing that in advance and hope to see you guys out at shows and on social media. All right. That is our Labor Day show. You guys have a great week. We'll see you on Thursday for the NFL preview. Enjoy the final well, the summer's over. I'm gonna say enjoy the final moments of summer. It's over. It's officially over. Labor Day. It's done. What? Donezo. Summer's done in the end of September. Okay. Last that's... day of summer is the 21st, right? Okay, that's debatable. I th- I think I think September is one of the best months of summer. Yeah. Well, September's I, a I great would argue. month. I agree. September's a great month. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, guys. I'm gonna get this thing up. You guys have a great week, and as always, stay dirty. <laughs>